My name is Pete McCall, and welcome to this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. This episode is going to be a special quick fit tip, which is just a brief little episode where today I'm going to talk about fitness goals. Now I'm recording this, it's uh, the second week of January in 2020, and I purposely waited a little bit to, to talk about goals and goal setting. Well, I'll go into that in a moment, but first I'm going to share a story with you. When I was a full-time fitness professional, and that was fitness professional refers to anybody who's a personal trainer or group fitness instructor, and there are a lot of us that do both. I, I personal train, I, I taught group fitness classes, and for a number of years in downtown Washington, D.C., I taught lunchtime classes at this great little gym. It was, it was a corporate, it was a big box, the company that owned it was a big box, <clears throat> a big box gym, but this was a small location right down downtown D.C., at the corner of 20th and M Streets. Uh, for people that are familiar in the area, you know that area. Uh, that club disappeared a number of years ago, but it was a cool little club. And I did lunchtime classes there a couple of days a week. Now, the lunchtime crowd was a really cool crowd, kind of eclectic. You had people that were senior executives, you had political types, you had attorney types, and you also had the young 20-somethings who were just starting their careers in DC. The point is, there are a number of people there, different, different backgrounds and everything. So one day I was setting up before class, you know, I was getting ready. I think I was teaching a boxing class, a boxing circuit class. As I was getting ready, one of the regulars came in a little bit early and she started warming up. She would show up a little bit early, you know, and do a little jump rope and, and get warmed up. As I'm getting set up, I asked this member, you know, and I'll call, yeah, I'll call her Julie, just, you know, and you'll, I'll explain why in a moment. But I asked this member, I, you know, I asked Julie, I said, hey, Julie, you know, can I ask you, I've never really, you've never really told me, you know, why are you exercising? What are you training for? And she stopped. She looked at me. And she said, Pete, I'm from the South. I grew up in Louisiana. I love to cook and I love my wine and I love to entertain my friends. She was, I work out so I don't have to buy new clothes. She said, I'm not, she's, I, I know I'm not a size small and anything. And frankly, I don't care to be. She's like, I just enjoy socializing. I want to enjoy my wine and I want to enjoy my food. And I don't want to have to buy a new wardrobe. And I thought about that. And I'm like, that is... That actually is one of my favorite answers that I ever got to that question. You know, what, why do you exercise? Because that was the most realistic. She, she didn't have these misperceptions or this misconceived notion that she needed to be a certain size or she needed to look a certain way. She accepted her body the way it was. She just wanted to maintain it. She wanted to be healthy. You know, I didn't ask her how much she ate or drank or whatever. I didn't who cares. And the reason why we called her Julie is because she was very social. She was. She was one of these people that would, she would plan birthday parties. She would get together. She would get the classes together. I, I taught two or three classes a week at this one gym at lunchtime. And she would get the group together for like happy hours to celebrate somebody's birthday. So, you know, her nickname was Julie, as in Julie, the, the cruise director from The Love Boat back in the old TV show in the 70s. But think about that. You know, why, you know, that's why I waited a little bit to, to have a conversation about goals. Why, what goals do you have in fitness? Because frankly, I think sometimes we don't need, you know, we have all the times we hear outcome goals. We hear there are two different types of goals, right? There are outcome goals and there are process goals. Outcome goals mean you're working towards a specific outcome. You want to run a marathon. You want to lose X amount of weight. You want to be, a, you know, at a certain size, whether it's a pant size, dress size, whatever, but you want to change, you want to, you're training towards a specific outcome. But what about process goals? What about enjoying the process of exercise? What about learning how to enjoy, make exercise a regular habit? What I liked about Julie's answer was she was acknowledging that she didn't really care about a specific outcome, but she enjoyed exercise. I mean, she was one of my regular regulars. 
And if anybody listening to this is, you know, is a group fitness adherent, you know, those type of people. I mean, she would apologize if she missed a class, you know, she'd come in, oh, I'm so sorry. I had a meeting. I couldn't make it, you know, and I'm doing a little bit of a Southern accent because she was from Louisiana. Um, you know, but that's, you know, that's the type of stuff that's, that's the reason why I do this podcast is I want to get you, if you're a listener to this place of where you're not focused on the outcome of exercise. Yes, we could all lose a pound or two. Yes, we could all, whatever, run a little bit faster, lift a little bit heavier. You know what? But as we get a little bit older, does that really, is that really that important? Does that really matter? You know, I mean, if you need to work, and I've tried to use this language, if you need to maintain a healthy body weight for your health, yes, that's important. And if you're somebody who's, you know, excessively overweight, it is important that you lose some of that weight just so you're healthier. But I really think we make much, much, much too emphasis, we place much too emphasis on losing weight and trying to appear some kind of nonsensical, you know, media image of what people expect us to be. Yeah, I had this conversation really recently. You know, look at movie stars today. You know, look at Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, no offense, Chris, I don't know if you listen to this, but if you do, do me a favor, send me an email, Pete at PeteMcCallFitness.com. I'd love to interview you about your process of how you've changed. But if you look at the actor Chris Pratt, Chris went from playing, you know, a lovable schlub. That's the best way to describe it. You know, he's a great guy. He played a great guy on Parks and Rec for a number of years, but he was always a little bit overweight. And, you know, he had fun. He was that fun guy. And now he's a leaning man. He's, you know, making, making killer movies. Jurassic Park is a lot of fun to watch. But look how he's transformed his body. Actors today are under so much pressure, both male and female, to have a certain physique for their, their movies that it really, they train like it. You know, I've interviewed people like Gunnar Peterson. I've interviewed Eric the Trainer. These are some of Hollywood's top trainers getting these movie stars ready for their roles. You know, and if you hear them talk about it, sometimes these movie stars are miserable when they have to prepare for a role because they have to diet down, they can't eat their favorite foods, and they have to, you know, be in a certain shape. The point is, why do we beat ourselves up to try to look a certain way? If you're, if you're an actor, if you're a performer, and that's your job, and you need to look a certain way for a role. And keep in mind, sometimes you know, sometimes actors have to gain weight. Who was it? Christian Bale played uh, Dick Cheney in, in the movie Dick, and had to gain forty or fifty pounds. Your body is the way you make money. The point is, if you're an actor, an athlete, your body is your source of income. Therefore, it is, you need. There's a specific reason why you need to train. But for the rest of the three hundred some million Americans who are just you know trying to get through their day. I implore you, you know, as you think about goals for 2020, as you think about your fitness goals, try not to focus so much on the outcome. Think about the process. You know, what's it take to learn? If if you exercise regularly, then fine, you're done. You kind of get it. But maybe, you know, maybe we can focus instead on making it to the gym two or three times a week. What I always advise people that are new is make a goal. The first goal I want you to focus on, I don't want you to focus on weight loss. I don't want you to focus on anything else except making it to the gym three times a week. Try to get to the gym twice during the week. I don't care if you're only there for 10 minutes. Just start making it a habit to show up. So I try to get them in the, in the habit of getting, getting to the gym twice during the week and once on the weekend. And you know what? We'll go from there. Because somebody might come to me and, and almost everybody in the world, you ask them their goals and they say, hey, I want to lose, you know, I ask somebody a goal, I want to lose weight and tone up. And you, any personal trainer in the world will roll their eyes at that because we've heard that so many times. And people might say, I want to lose 20, 30 pounds. It's like, wait a minute, time out. What's the most important thing? Losing pound number one. Let's focus on losing one pound before we focus on losing 30 pounds. And in order to focus on losing one pound, if that is important to you, 
you have to create the process where exercise becomes a habit. So, you know, that's really what I want you to think about is as you plan your goals, think about can you challenge yourself to do something new, right? Because that's the other thing to think about. If you have outcome goals, I want to lose five pounds and you've been doing the same workout for the last six years, how's that working for you? Remember, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. So what I want you to think about is trying something different. Set process goals. Now, if you want to do a race, if you want to do an obstacle course race, if you want to do a marathon, fine. You need that motivation to train, fine. But what happens when you complete the race? You need another goal. You know, and I'm going to talk about this. A friend of mine right now is training for a figure competition. You know, this friend is, and it doesn't matter, male or female, could be a male bodybuilder, female. But I'm watching, the, you know, the, the competition is in a couple weeks as I record this. And right now, this friend is really, is hitting that misery phase of training. Anybody who's ever trained for a physique competition or know somebody who has, has seen this. This person right now is looking like death walking. I mean, they, they might look good, but man, they're, they are, they are paying for the way they look. You know, is an outcome really that important that it makes you miserable? And then what happens when you reach that outcome? If anybody knows, you know, aesthetic competitors, as soon as they get done with the competition, what do they do? They go out for, they go out for pizza, beer, whatever. They go and eat. They go be a regular person. You know, so let's focus this year as we go forward. Let's, let's focus not on the outcome, but on the process. Let's learn how to enjoy exercise a little bit more. Remember, if you listen all about fitness, my, my goal, my purpose of, of fitness or my definition of fitness, I guess it's, it's a definition of fitness. It's not a goal. My definition of fitness is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. If you're a Hollywood actor like Chris Pratt and, and you want to make a couple hundred million dollars, you know, in a movie, well, you want to make tens of millions of dollars in a movie role. Well, that's your definition of fitness. But if you're, you know, if you're a, a you know, 30 something mother that is balancing kids schedules with your job, be realistic about what you can do. Be realistic about what you enjoy in fitness. If you're a 40-something, yo, male, yo, you got to juggle work, I got to juggle life, family, kids, home. Again, be realistic. Set the process. So I'm going to make a little transition right now and talk about a couple of my goals. You know, for this year, you know, my goal is to start doing yoga again. I've been posting about that on my Instagram account. Yeah, I tried, I did my first yoga class and, well, I did a couple classes last year, but with a couple of shoulder injuries, I just wasn't able to stick with it. But yoga is one of these things that I, when I do it regularly, I really enjoy it. So my goal right now is to just do one yoga class a week. Also, my goal is now that my shoulders are healed is to get back on my mountain bike a lot more. And I am going to get back to skate park riding on my BMX in a little bit, but I need to get my mountain bike skills up. So in the short run, my, my goals for my workouts are to try to add more yoga one class a week and try to get on my mountain bike at least one, one time a week. I'm still recovering. A buddy of mine, my buddy Cam, shout out to Cam, uh, built by Cam, um, one of the other guys I'm coaching rugby with, uh, took me out the other day. We did a little run hike thing, and, and we, we, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I just, it made me realize I got a little bit of fitness to work on uh, to get in my mountain bike shape. But that's part of the process, right? I'm not setting some specific goal. I just want to get on my mountain bike one time a week. I want to get into a yoga class one time a week, and I'm a structure around that. Now, another goal I have is to make, make all about fitness basically my full-time job. Right now, I consult with a couple different companies. You know, in the fitness industry, I work for the American Council on Exercise directly. That's one of the largest you know, uh, personal training certifications in the world. I helped write their content for a number of years, and I still contribute to them regularly. I also work for the National Academy of Sports Medicine, another certification organization. I've written, I've written check textbook chapters for them as well. And I, this is not a brag. This just is it, what I do is I create content. And I'm one of the few people who, who've written textbook chapters for the two largest personal training organizations. 
what I'm going to be doing over the next, you know, over this year is I'm going to be creating content for you, the listeners. I want to make this my full-time job. I am taking the content I've been creating for fitness professionals. I've been educating fitness professionals for about 15 years now. My goal is I want to educate you. I'm 47 years old. I'll be 48 this year. I know how to use fitness to enhance my quality of life. I know how to use fitness to be able to get out. You know, when Cam invited me out for that little hike, you know, hike bike thing we did the other day, I knew I could do it because you know, I wasn't in the best shape that, that I could be in, but I knew I could do it because I work out. That's what I want. That's what I want your mindset to be. I want your mindset to be able to say yes. If somebody asks you to go up to a hike, you can say yes. If somebody asks you to go out for a bike ride, you can say yes. If your kid asks you to go play catch or go kick a soccer ball, you can say yes because you have the ability, because you're fit. So over the course of this year, you're going to be seeing me produce a lot of content. Also, I want to make All About Fitness my full-time job. I want to say a huge thank you to Jordan Leeds at Idea. So Idea and Active Interest Media were distributing the podcast over the past year. And I ended that relationship because I want to be able to market and produce my own content, specifically for you, my listeners. I don't want to run ads on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. Right now, I don't want to run ads on this podcast. And I don't want to put it behind a paywall. Some podcasts will release a little bit of content, you know, listen 30 minutes. But if you want to listen to the rest of the podcast, you have to become a member. I'm not going to do that. What I am going to do is I am going to have ebooks for sale. I have my book, Smarter Workouts, The Science of Exercise Made Simple. I may or may not be working on a second book with the same publisher. More will be revealed on that in a little bit. But I want to produce content for you, and I'm not going to charge an arm and a leg for it. I'm going to be putting together workouts. I'm going to be putting together ebooks, and I'm going to be putting together information that you can use to enhance your quality of life. If you're a listener of All About Fitness and you want to contribute to it, you can pick up one of my ebooks. You can pick up a couple of workouts. I'm not going to charge a lot. You know, I want to share this information. This stuff comes easy to me. We all have special gifts in our life, right? We all do some things really well. You know, some people are great at being doctors. My brother is a phenomenal software engineer for the Cooper, as I call it, the Cupertino Fruit Company. And you may recognize that reference, but my brother's a phenomenal software engineer working for them. We all have special skill sets. Fitness comes relatively easy to me, and I want to be able to share that with you. So over the course of this next year, I'm all about fitness and my blog, PeteMcCallFitness.com, my YouTube channel. I've started a YouTube channel. Now I'm uploading workouts to that every week that you can follow along. My audience is specifically consumers 40 to 60 years old, well, 35 to 60 years old. You know, people I see in the gym, I see guys my age and older in the gym every day, men and women. I should say men and women in the gym every day training hard. I want you to continue training hard, but I want you to train smart. That's the content I'm going to be putting out. I'm also going to be starting a Patreon account. And Patreon is where you can contribute to the podcast. You know, if you like all about fitness, if you listen regularly and you don't want to contribute, fine. I'm fine with that. You know, just use it. Use this information to enhance your quality of life. And if you do enjoy all about fitness, and the only thing I'm going to ask on Patreon, and, I, and I'm, it's going to be a week or two, a couple weeks before I set it up, the only thing I would ask is how much, how much do you spend on a fitness magazine? You know, how much do you spend? You know, if you're at the airport and you pick up a fitness magazine for five or six bucks at the airport, that's all I'm going to ask is five or six bucks a month if you want to contribute it. Or you can buy some content I'm producing. You can buy a couple workouts. You can buy a book. You know, that's, how, that's, that's the support I want. And again, I want to create a community. I've started an All About Fitness podcast Instagram hashtag. So if you listen to this and you're working out, please tag All About Fitness, All About Fitness podcast. That's the All About Fitness podcast hashtag on Instagram. I want to create a community where we're all working together trying to get better through exercise. I want to create a community just like my friend, friend Julie. 
where we realize that exercise can help us enjoy life. You know, if you want to entertain and don't want to buy new clothes, great. You know, I had another client one time and I forgot about that. This client I was asking, you know, he didn't want to, as he, he was in his sixties, he's like, I don't want to buy a new wardrobe. You know, he was, he was an executive and he had a very expensive wardrobe and he's like, I want to stay fit because I don't want to have to buy a new wardrobe. Fine. I love those goals. Let's have those goals. Let's create a community. Let's work together. Let's all work together to enhance our quality of life. Because fitness is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. I'll say that again. Fitness is having the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Look up any definition of fitness, any dictionary. It does not mention appearance. It does not mention physique. It talks about, they, the, all the definitions talk about work capacity, ability, performance. That should be our focus, folks. So with that, thanks for tuning in. Just a quick fit tip. Want to talk about goals. Want to help you set goals. Want to give you an update on what's happening with All About Fitness. And I got some great content coming out for you, both through the podcast and a couple things I'm working on. Check my blog, PeteMcCallFitness.com. That's PeteMcCallFitness.com. My Instagram is PeteMcCall underscore fitness. If you're on Instagram, please start using the hashtag AllAboutFitnessPodcast. That's hashtag AllAboutFitnessPodcast on Instagram. And let's create a community together because we're all in this together. We're all trying to use exercise to enhance our quality of life. So with that, as always, thanks for stopping by. And I look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness. We'll be right back.